coming up on the Two Bros Music Podcast, Episode 6, Turn It Up. Uh, we have a doozy of an episode coming up. Uh, we introduce a new feature that we're uh, uh, trying out, sampling out. Uh, we call it the news segment. And we got one hell of a turn it up uh, segment for you featuring Judas Priest. So stay tuned. back to the new episode of the two bros podcast uh i'm joe and i'm adam and this uh episode is number six called turn it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> we finally figured use the uh the our turn it up segment name in is a podcast episode so yeah. this one i think is going to end up being mostly turned up because <laughs> we don't have a lot of topic really to talk about except for like old bands that we're into and and that'll lead way into other stuff, so. Yeah. And we're having a writer's block on our song, so. <laughs> yeah. But, so what's been going on with you this week? Uh, just uh, trying to get get organized and uh, trying to work on the songs. But when I find time with work and then free time. Uh, and then, oh, my AC went out. So oh, did it? Yeah. We were having problems with that. So I've been messing with that. So I didn't get a lot done this week. Except messing with that. Luckily, it's been kind of cool up here. Um, it it dropped to like 75, I think, on Thursday. So, Damn, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. Because the week before, we had the heat wave. But yesterday afternoon, all the – I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news. We got the fires out here um, up in the Sierras. Now, the smoke finally hit us. Yesterday afternoon, we're driving home. Everything's really smoky. Today, it's all orange outside. So, looks like you got one of those uh, those filters on, or or L.A. The movies they'd filmed there in the in the nineties. Oh yeah, with the smog. It's all smoggy and orange. Yeah, that's what it looks like outside here. Well, that's what we've been getting way out here. Is we we've been getting all that haze. Yeah, and we're like, where the fuck is it coming from? And they say, oh, it's from the California, the Western fires. On yeah, the West Coast. Um, my my brother in law, they're out. He's out in uh, New Jersey, and he's saying they were getting the smoke out there. So yeah. it, I guess it's blowing all the way. It's blowing east, and, mm-hmm. and I guess southeast, right? It's blowing to hit you guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the smoke is it, and it's weird because yeah, these these fires have been burning, but they haven't hit us, and I guess the wind changed directions because now it's here, and then it's because where we sit, like. Well, for those of people that don't know the Bay Area, there's the main like bay and the and the cities around there. Uh, I'm in the East Bay, and then you go over. There's like a ridge there and yeah, a the little valley. Yeah, there's some hills there, and there's like a little valley they call the Tri Valley area, and um, smoke and like Concord, um, Danville, Livermore, Pleasanton, all that. It just it's just like a little valley, and, and the smoke just sits in here. Yeah, in the pocket. So, um, yeah, it's it's we're dealing with that now. So we'll see how long that takes to clear up. Uh, yeah, but everything's great. Everything's gravy. <laughs> well, I got my picks this week. I ordered a bunch of pick. Uh, so I wasn't sure which ones I wanted. So I ordered a bunch of variety packs. So they all came, and now I'm more confused. But uh, I'm fi- I found a couple that I like, so I'm using those. How are they big picks? Because no, uh, they're like guitar picks. They're the smaller ones, kind of like the one you gave me. Okay, yeah, those are jazz picks. But some of them are thin. Like I, I figured I wanted thin, but some of them are real thin. Like, do they have the millimeters on them? Some of them do. Um, the one that I liked it was like I think like sixty something millimeter. 
So okay. it was a little thick because I got some that say like forty something. Mine, and those those are like real thin. I think mine are like one point, yeah, one point one four millimeter. Yeah. So that's a good uh, size. Hey, I mean, because you you don't need that much, and, and when you get plain, yeah. you don't leave a lot of pick out. I I barely have like, I don't know, maybe a eighth to I don't even say a quarter inch hanging out. Like an eighth to a sixteenth of an inch of the pick hanging out, yeah. and that's ridiculous because, um, especially like with distortion, you do artificial or the the they call them pinch harmonics, um, just the harmonics where you graze it with your thumb that you 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 don't want a lot of pick because you have to get your thumb in there too. So yeah, but uh, those are ones I like. I've been using those for a lot of years. So I think yeah, I, I got some that one a couple of them say like eighty eight. Yeah. So I think those are those are like a little thicker than the other ones. So I think those will work better for because yep. the real thin ones are just they feel kind of flimsy on the strings. They are. They give too much, and then um, if you're trying to do real tight picking, sometimes it. I don't. I, for me, anyways, it, it's a field thing. I mean, you got you got to try them all and see what you like because uh, everybody's different, and yeah. I don't like them too thin because then they give a little too much. And when you're doing fast picking, yeah. Me, it, it's like it's like I it, you trip over yourself, you know, because the the, the strings vibrating yeah. and the, the picks flexing. So if you get you're picking out of time, I don't know. For me, I get really clumsy with that. Yeah, that's what I was finding. So I went to the, some of the thicker ones that I got. So yeah, I mean, I got a bunch in there. So I got like three dozen. So damn. <laughs> but I mean, I think some of them are going to be unusable for me. But you know. I have enough in there to keep me going. Yeah. Yeah. Find out the one you want and then you just get those. Then I, yeah. Then I can, that's why I got like the variety packs to kind of see. Um, but yeah. So we wanted to introduce a new kind of segment and we're just testing it out today is kind of uh, the news, like rock news and uh, what's been going on. I mean, obviously, we're not going to be reporting, you know, but we're just basically taking off the headlines and then talking about it, discussing it. So uh, I guess the overall big news since our last podcast was that the drummer or the ex-drummer from Slipknot passed on, Joey Jordanson. Yeah. And uh, you want to touch on that? Yeah. Uh, Joey Jordanson um, also, as it was real name, was uh, Nathan Jonas Jordanson. He was born uh, April 26, 1975. Passed away July 26, uh, 2001. Um, he played on four Slipknot albums. The Slipknot 1999, Iowa 2001, uh, Volume 3, Subliminal Verses 2004, All Hope is Lost 2008. Um, he was a phenomenal drummer. I, I, I'm a fan of Slipknot, but I'm not one of those diehard fans that like I know every single thing about them. Uh, I've listened to them over the years. I uh, found their first album in a hot topic. They had like a little listening station and I saw that album and it's like, what the hell is this all about? So I put it in, played it. And I was like, dude, this is sick. And I bought it. And next thing you know, like I'm playing it for all my friends. They started buying it. And yeah, it, I guess this was going on everywhere. Cause Slipknot just blew up all of a sudden. Um, he was a sick, phenomenal drummer. Um, let's see. Yeah, he's played. Wasn't he one of the founding members? He's yeah. one of the founding members. I think he was, if I might be wrong, but I think he was the third to join the band. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Clown and and, uh, and Mick, well, uh, yeah, they, Mick Thompson and what's Clown is, I forget his first name. But yeah, they Ronald. What? Ronald. Ronald? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I could look that up, but uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm not a diehard fan. I mean, yeah, you know the main guys. I got yeah, I got a couple of their singles, like, but I never like bought their albums. I, you know, some of the songs I liked that I've heard. Yeah, I, I'm aware of them, but I just yeah, I didn't really get into it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I listened to them. I didn't listen to his other stuff. I guess, yeah, he was in Vimic, uh, Sincinum, or Sincinum. I'm not sure how to pronounce that one. Uh, Scar the Martyr, 
Murder Dolls. I've heard some of that, but that was back to 2004. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they apparently, when they let him go, they thought he was having, uh, I guess, drug problems and issues I, with, you know, drugs and drinking and stuff. But he had a, um, a health issue that he didn't know about at the time. He was having trouble with his legs. Like he was saying he can't, he just lost his legs. Um, he had, it was called uh, tra- transverse myelitis, which oh. is uh, it's a form of uh, multiple sclerosis. So it's an inflammation of the spine that affects like the, the nervous system that leads to all your nerves in the body. And I guess, yeah, it was, he was having a problem with coordination. And through years, I guess, of therapy, and um, once he had it diagnosed and knew what it was, he was able to start coming out of it and, and uh, working through it. But, yeah, I, that's what, from what I find, that's what they say a tri- you added to him getting kicked out of Slipknot. But um, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, you're on drugs. You can't blame them. Because, like, even Def Leppard, their drummer lost his arm. And they can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like they knew he had that. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, we've got to work this out. Uh, they thought he was uh, drinking too much or something. I don't know. Um, but then well, again, they, they were, it's, this is all kind of some of the speculation because nobody really says it's like hush, hush. You know? Yeah, because they're not even saying how he died. I was looking that up and I couldn't find out. It just said that the family wanted it to be respectful, you know. So they they're not even releasing how he died. Uh, I I think that'll probably come out because that always does come out, but yeah. it's a few months like down the road. Um, they'll get wind of it; it'll leak. But um, yeah, usually it doesn't come out right away. Um, so. So yeah, he had those problems. Yeah, we don't know how he died. Uh, I guess an ex-girlfriend said he did have, you know, alcohol problems, but but we don't know if it was that. Uh, you don't know. It's it's crazy because you get in your forties and, and sometimes people just randomly drop dead and you don't know why. Um, yeah. Other times, you, other people you do like like example. I was just uh, like I was talking to you before we started this podcast. Yeah. April 26th was our friend Steve, uh, and he passed away, away in February. Uh, he had the same exact birthday. They had the same birthday. Uh, and Steve got cancer all of a sudden, within like five months, died. And and there was nothing to show up until that five months before. Yeah. It's crazy that just, just stuff hits you, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, just as you get older, shit catches up to you. So, you know. Yeah, you're, you know, you could get ailments, whether it's uh, genetic or just environmental or just crappy luck of the draw, you know. Well, like looking back at us, all the drinking we did, you, I, I swear I could have been dead. I figured at least a handful of times, you know. Oh yeah, but yeah. I had, yeah, I had, I had my share. You definitely like. <laughs> how the fuck you're still walking around? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> And uh, but you you know you stop drinking and now you know hey yeah me I still drink my beers but I try not to get all crazy you probably just fall asleep like dad yeah getting that way you know have a couple beers and pass out I have four beers and then it's like if I drink more than that then I get a headache and I'm hungover (laughs) I've I've gotten old I lost my superpowers that's what I was telling my wife yeah. (laughs) More, <laughs> meow, <laughs> fucking yeah, now. <laughs> there we go. That'll be one of the sound bites when you hear sound. Bite. <laughs> yeah, we need to get that cat sound. Get the fucking meow button. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And then uh, in other news, it looks like. Uh, or uh, are you done with that? Yeah, no, that's pretty much everything <laughs> I had. Unless you have something. I kind of, I kind of screwed that up there, but. No, I was just going to say, in other news, we, it looks like we got some competition. Metallica's jumping into the podcast uh, game, and they <laughs> they announced the podcast that they're doing. <laughs> competition. <laughs> they're, they're Metallica number one podcast is going to fucking blow anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
we got like maybe 10 people listening to us, maybe. Yeah. And we could do this for another decade. <laughs> I have like 50. We hope. Oh, we yeah. hope. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I heard that this week. So I went and checked out. They have like a little trailer. And uh, the, they said the first eight episodes is going to be based on the Black Album because it's their anniversary. Yeah. So they're going, they, I guess they're bringing that out. And then they have that other, that remake Black Album with other artists doing the songs. All, all the different artists, yeah. Yeah, so they're making kind of a, a, a who-do about that. And so I guess this is going to coincide with that. And, uh, but yeah, the trailer is like a two-minute trailer. They don't have the episodes released yet. So I couldn't hear none of those. Oh, you watched the trailer? I didn't even know they had a trailer. Yeah, if you you just in your podcast app, just search Metallica podcast and it'll come right up. Yeah, and then they have just a little like two minute trailer to tell you like what it's going to be on. Yeah, and, uh, and, but yeah, they don't have the episodes yet, so we'll have to wait for that. And they haven't announced exactly when they're going to release the episodes, but I assume they got them because that's what it says in the description. They're going to have eight episodes. The first eight episodes are uh, dedicated to the Black Album. But is it just going to be them talking about it, or they're they're gonna have video? I assume they're having video and all that, right? Well, the trailer I just heard it was an audio trailer, so oh. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, most everybody does video now, so I'm sure yeah. they're going to be on a video, or you could take your pick, you know. And we will be doing video soon. I'm, I'm gonna get my camera, and then we can both be up. As soon as we get our meow sound effect, yeah, we'll have that <laughs> shit up. <laughs> this is gonna rock. Yeah, people are going to be, what's up with these guys? And yeah. <laughs> hey, no, we have dogs. We have, yeah, that's how we roll. We, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like an inside joke, but yeah. We'll inside it with you. Uh, did you want to tell how, how you first started doing that meow? Uh, well, how do I say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really want to go there. Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot. Well, I, you know, somebody I know does that and been doing that for a lot of years. And it's kind of an inside family joke. (laughs) Person keeps doing it. And uh, so now it's caught on as a joke, just making fun of the person. And then now we started, I told Joe about it. (laughs) That was it. it. He opened the floodgates on that one. Yeah. So now I do it to my dog when he's acting up. Yeah, now Joe's doing it. <laughs> it, it it's, it's out of control now. I do it to my son. He looks at me like, what the hell are you talking about? So. Yeah. Or, you know, what we could just say it came from Super Troopers. The movie Super Troopers. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Did you just say meow? <laughs> what do I look like a cat on Mimbly Pimbly? Drinking milk from a saucer? Meow. <laughs> that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Oh, man. So, all right, well, we got that. And then uh, I guess you, well, we kind of talked about it before the show. Uh, Guns N' Roses are back doing a tour, and uh, they previewed a new song and one of, I guess, their New Jersey concert and yeah. called Absurd. So I went online to check it out. Uh, and you said you heard it too? Yeah, did you? I listened to the actual track. I went into the, did you listen to a live version of it? Or? Yeah, I listened, I listened to the live version. No, I listened to it on Spotify. I went and pulled it up and listened to the studio recording of it. And, uh, but I don't know. I checked out the live version. Yeah, well, the live version was meow. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know. Um, I, I'm going to have to go listen to you know the studio version. Yeah. That, that would be, I think, a lot better. It, I, yeah, I will always listen to the studio first because, I don't know, live, yeah, you get the feeling – being there sometimes a live version give you a different take on something. Yeah. But uh I don't know. Me, I just my preference is always to listen to the studio version first. I I don't know why. I just don't like listening to live, well, live albums and stuff. I don't I it's just my thing, but I didn't even think of going into my music service because I when I read the headline, I just searched uh, that new song and the and the track that came up was the live one. That they did so. That's yeah, what I listened. They, yeah, that's what it said on that they released the new song. So 
I just figured, oh, okay, it's on available for download or yeah, everywhere. So it's like I think one of the top top headlines on uh, Blabbermouth. Yeah, fire all of them. The so I don't know. I I what was it like twenty years, thirty years for them to release this new song? Well, that's the thing. The hype. Is it bad? I mean, it's a decent song, yeah. But I think that's what kills kills you because, like, okay, what was what what's this going to be? Yeah. Well, you know, these guys haven't written together. How long has it been? Like you said, thirty years or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything takes practice, and when you stop doing something for a while, it takes a while to get back on it. Now they have been playing together. And, well, not, but, yeah, but it's not all the original guys, right? It's Slash. It's the core. It's Slash on the tour. Stuff and, and Axel. Yeah. Because the other rhythm guitarist I didn't recognize. No, it's not Izzy's gone. And the drummer I didn't recognize. It's not and Matt it's Sorum. It's not Matt Sorum, but he wasn't even the original. And it's oh, not yeah. uh, Steve, what's his face? Steve so, Adler. Adler, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I didn't recognize the drummer. I'm like, what? No. no. But it's the core of those three. It, yeah, those three are Guns N' Roses now. So I'm trying to remember if there's anybody else now. Well, I think Dizzy Reed still plays in them, but I mean, he plays piano. Yeah. He wasn't an original member anyway. <laughs> yeah, you don't count. You don't piano, count. Piano players in rock don't count. He's been there the whole time. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's like, it's like if you uh, aging myself now, the Rolling Stones had a piano player. That like was on all their albums with them, yeah. And, and, but yeah, like they called him even like the fifth stone or whatever, the extra stone. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, nobody ever knew who he was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's you too. You're Rolling Stones. They, you're going back sixties. Yeah. Back then, and they used to record albums without. They'd have like the Beach Boys. Yeah. We just replace all the guys with studio musicians. Record yeah. the album, and then the band would go out and play the shows live. Well, like, it, and even back then, though, they would they basically lip sync the shit because it would just be the recording playing. Oh, because you had well, if you go back, yeah, to that point, like mid sixties or whatever. Like, look at the Beatles; they they didn't play for that long live. It got so bad that the PA's and the technology wasn't there to play live. Yeah, the were live. They were louder than the PA. Than the PAs, yeah. So you couldn't play live to like once it got to be so big. So I don't know. We, I wasn't even alive, but you were barely alive. <laughs> I shoot, you weren't born to '68. I, I was, was, I was in the sack. Yeah, you're in the sack. I was ready to shoot you're out. The, you're in the chamber. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was cocked and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> He said, "God, he said." <laughs> hey, if anything, we're just entertaining ourselves. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think we're going to lose listeners this time. Yeah, the three, the three that we got. We lost our three listeners. But <laughs> no. shit. So, and the last thing, well, there's a couple more things I can bring up. One, I, I came across one headline was that. Uh, Dino from Fear Factory, and he's joining Max from Soulfly. They're going to do the summer tour with them. And uh, yeah, so- I think uh, there's an article like the old guitar player. I don't know. Uh, he, he had there's bad blood there. He parted ways, so Dino stepped in to take over to help out. Yeah, I don't think he's permanently joining them. No, yeah. The, well, the, the article that I read said he's just for this tour, the summer it- tour. Filling in, he's filling in. Yeah, but it's been it's supposed to be a wild show now. Whatever, <laughs> it's gonna be a wild show. Yeah, is him and Max go way back or something? Yeah, guitarist Mark Rizzo. Uh, yeah, he's the one that that left, and then Dino Cazares re- uh, replaced him. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a little more local. I'll bring this up: is uh, Violence played uh, my hometown of Fresno last night. Cause they're, uh, they're, they got their new album coming out, so I guess it was like a pre-show for that. Did you oh, hear yeah. any buzz up there? No, but then again, I'm not 
I'm like gotten out of the scene. I haven't really been hanging around. Plus the whole COVID thing. Nobody, I don't know. Nobody really hangs out anymore. No. Well, the pics that Phil put out on Instagram, they was packed. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> that, was, that was like a super spreader. I was like, well, that's the thing, man. He, for people that don't know, like they think, oh, it's California. Everything's LA and San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I live in the Bay Area and it's still like East Bay is like a different, little different culture. Once you cross the hills and you go into the Central Valley where Fresno is and Sacramento is all that valley area, yeah. it's a different world. Those guys out there, I remember last summer driving to SAC to go get my uh, 5150. And once we crossed the, the Altamont, nobody's wearing masks. Nobody gave a shit. Everybody was out there just living life like normal. And yeah. it, like, once you got out of the Bay Area, you're like, whoa. And then I just like, I'm so programmed. I'm like, is it okay to do this? I mean, no. <laughs> you know, I sort of showed up to meet those guys. They had no masks on. They didn't give a shit. I'm like, oh. what did they tell you? Meow. 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 <laughs> 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 yeah, they didn't. Uh, yeah, it's once you. So Fresno, yeah, I guarantee you they don't give a shit. Yeah. They aren't locking shit down there. It's all fucking off the hook. And then that's a college town, too. So it's like it's fucking party time. So, yeah. Probably a good place to throw a concert nowadays. Because I don't think I'd really want to go into the city now. I don't <laughs> I don't want my car getting broken into. I mean, you hear all the stories where people are just walking into stores taking shit. There's shit everywhere. There's shit everywhere. There's shit on the walls. Shit on the cars. There's shit on the streets. Shit everywhere. <laughs> that, needles, homeless. I mean, yeah, it's bad, man. I'm like, well, yeah, let's go play front now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it sounds like it went well for them, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious now to hear their new shit. Because, uh, oh, I follow Phil on on, on uh, Instagram. And so he, well, they've been in the recording studio and all that shit. He's been posting pictures and little videos. And so, yeah, I'm ready to kind of hear his tracks and see what they, they come out with. Well, they, they uh, tracked it up in, uh, at Trident with uh, Juan, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we, we did our first one of our first demos uh steve and i went up there and tracked at wands yeah uh, so yeah i didn't know i i don't i don't like follow anybody on instagram but uh yeah i mean i haven't talked to phil since april I think since was, uh since steve's, steve's memorial. yeah for those that don't know yeah we they we had the memorial uh for steve at uh phil's bar and because uh, Steve was known in the industry, he was a, a guitar tech and he he toured with a lot of bands. He at one point was on a tour with Judas Priest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of bands, Black Sabbath. He's toured with Motorhead. He's uh, uh, Hate Breed. Uh, uh, with Dimebag. Dimebag. Well, that was uh, Damage Plan. Yeah, but he he was on that final tour. He was on the tour with that's when they do. Yeah, he was on the tour with them that week that Dimebag was killed. They they were on tour. What do you say? Sunday, I think they split from that, and like three or four days later was the the when Dimebag got shot. Yeah, so, I remember what he told me was that he because it was around Christmas for the holidays, yeah. so they let him they cut him loose. Like, go ahead, go home right before that tour ended. And so that's why he had just got back when, when yeah, Dimebag got shot. Well, yeah, no, he, what it was, was the tour, because it was around Christmas and they were ending the touring cycle. Uh-huh. So wherever that, I forget what city they were in, that's when it was like, okay, Damage Plan's going to go do what they're doing, finish the leg of their tour. And then I think, uh, I don't know if he was out with Testament. I forget which band he was I playing. think he was with The Haunted, wasn't he? The haunted, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I remember. But I don't know because he told me that they were basically broke off to head back to the West Coast, so that they were gonna you know go that way and, and head home. Yeah. And but either way, it was like three or four days later. Yeah. I was shot on stage. So like Steve hanging with them right before. It's yeah. Yeah. Some of the stories, man. That I, I wish Steve was still here. He could come on and tell some <laughs> yeah uh, some he's got some good stories yeah the things he's told me about the other parts of the world and the things he's seen uh, 
and he's toured with all these guys. He's he, he's met them backstage at festivals, and, uh, which is crazy because I I had the chance to become a guitar tech at one point too. Um, a a band named Systematic. Uh, we used to play shows with them, and they got signed by Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Uh, this was 2000, I think. 99, 2000, right around there. The very end of 99. And all of a sudden, they blew up. Every, they got signed. They're going to be putting out an album. Everybody just started, you know, just, oh, my God, systematic, systematic. And we knew these guys because we were all playing the same dive bars and shit shows and basically playing to nobody but each other. Yeah. Um, so uh, a few, fast forward a few years later after they're done with that first album, I find we're practicing in, uh, in a rehearsal space in, in Oakland called Rehearse America. And right across the hall was Systematic. And I hadn't seen those guys in a few years because they went off and toured and stuff. And at the time, I was unemployed, so I'd go down there randomly with uh, my band members, and we'd practice during the day. And they would be in there writing their new, their second album. And so I talked to those guys, and you know, I was checking out their stuff. And then um, at one point, they asked me to become their guitar tech. Like they need somebody to go out on the road. Yeah. And they were that was the summer they were going to go out with Godsmack, uh, Papa Roach, and of course, then uh, part with Metallica. So they were heading on to big tours and stuff and i was like yeah yeah i'll do it you know i'm not working right now might as well be around music some way and uh and then it's found out my grandma got cancer well our grandma got cancer and yeah. uh, i just i had to turn it down because i if she died while i was on the road i, I uh, you know i couldn't live with that at least be able to see her be with her yeah so yeah i i was like right there from being a guitar tech myself and, but you know hey that's just how it works and yeah shit uh, happens yeah so but yeah steve got to see all those things and yeah he he lived a hell of a life he's yeah because whenever he would come through town albuquerque with a tour he like a couple days before he call me up or text me hey motherfucker i'm coming through town tomorrow be you know be at the show I was like, wow, thanks for the warning, dude. But yeah, yeah so I got to see him that way because he'd be touring a lot. Well, and, and you, and actually, well, the Turn It Up segment tonight we're going to do on Judas Priest. Yeah. But just to prelude that, didn't he come through on tour with Priest? And yeah. And yeah, it was a big, actually, it was a big show they had. Well, we'll talk about it in the Turn Up segment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that one. But uh, yeah, so well, you got any more for the news or uh, one or one last shot? Uh, since we're from the Bay, uh, Machine Head yesterday. Remember, I, I was. Well, I think I talked to you off air about it. Uh, Machine Head's been doing on uh, on YouTube every like Friday. I think it is. Yeah, he has they, his, like happy hour or something. Yeah, he has like a happy hour, and they basically just jam, and him and his bass player. Yeah, and. Uh, and then, like, sometimes, like, because they've been putting together their new album. So they have, like, a drummer sometimes in there with them. Uh, but they basically go over their old shit, too. You know, they just go over old tunes. So, well, uh, today or yesterday was what the what they said was the 27th anniversary of Burn My Eyes. Yeah. So, so he had uh, Chris Contos in there and uh, and Logan. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, so they basically did the whole album. I thought I saw something on Blabbermouth here, and then I thought it was just, oh yeah, happy hour. I just brushed past it because I thought it was just talking about that tour, and I, I missed it because I had I have it set on my YouTube to, to remind me, like it, it alerts me, like oh they're going to be on, and then but I had to run some errands. So I was like, oh okay, cool. I get back, I'll turn it on, check them out. And uh, and then I totally forgot about it. It's on YouTube, you didn't miss. You can go watch it right. Yeah, now. I could go watch the re- the recording, but I missed like a little lot because I'm I'm off on Friday, so usually I you know put them on in the background while I'm doing oh, shit. So you fanboy out on Friday? Huh? So, well, I just like getting shit to do. You know, like if I'm doing yeah. something at the house, I'll put them on in the background. You know, but like this this one, I kind of want to see because they're doing their 
they were doing, you know, the, the album, Burn My Eyes. Yeah, they did some Burn My Eyes stuff. They did some, uh, a couple covers. Yeah. Uh, Chromax cover, Hard Times, White Zombie cover, uh, Thunder Kiss 65, uh, Exodus cover, Metallica Creeping Death. But that was on their lineup. They covered that, I think, I don't know, on some release in the past. I know that Machine Head did a cover of that in the past. So yeah, because they do that on tour. Yeah, oh, that, I, yeah. I've seen some clips of their, their some of the shows on tour, like in Europe and shit, where they go off and they do uh, Creeping Death. So I think that's like one of the numbers that they used to just throw in. Oh, here's an air. I'm, I'm, I'm reading Blabbermouth. Yeah. And last song, it says, fuck it all. No, the song's called Block. Yeah. <laughs> Not fuck it all. So Blabbermouth fixed that. Hey, Blabbermouth. Yeah. Blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one. <laughs> Fucking wrong, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Block. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm being a fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what the hell? Yeah, actually, I'll check that out. I'm going to watch that after we're done here. Yeah. You know what I watched yesterday was on HBO, they got a new documentary, uh, uh, Woodstock 99. It was like two hours. I watched that yesterday. It was kind of... I figured that shit's going to be all... Uh, nowadays, with the where they got to have their PC angles and shit. But I just like it that our generation, Generation X, burnt that shit down. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much that was the whole the whole thing. Yeah, they were, oh, they're so ranks. Yeah, what the fuck? It was like nothing like the sixties. It was just peace, love, dope. Fuck you. You know what? You fucking assholes left us at home as little kids watching ourselves. You gave us keys to the house at six. You fucking gave the, the term latchkey kids. Yeah, that's what happens when latchkey kids grow up. They burn shit to the ground. <laughs> We just have this fucking rage inside us. That's why the 90s happened. Yeah. Fucking, that's why I'll be angst. I don't understand why everybody's not partying and having good times. Because now we're of age. Fuck you. Well, well, that, and then, like, watch it, because remember 99, I was right after I just got married and I had moved out here to New Mexico. So yeah. I was kind of out of it, because I never paid attention to that one anyway back then. So it's kind of reliving it. I was like, oh, yeah. I think there was shit that I didn't know about, you know, that I had never heard about it. But yeah, they it was all it was all uh, like uh, like money hungry. Like they were charging, they were charging. It was hot as fuck. It was like 110. They were charging four bucks for a bottle of water back then, and a beer was four bucks. So what are the kids going to drink? They're going to grab the beer because it's the same price. And then what does beer do? Dehydrate you. Yeah, you know. it was a, it was way, they tried to fence up. It was all corporate. It was trying, yeah. trying to make money off. It's like, dude, people are dehydrating now. You need to get them water. Yeah. So what, what do you think's going to happen? They fucking rioted for the shit down. And then, well, and then they were showing that they, they did have like water fountains where you could actually go get just drinks of water. Yeah. Or feel like your water bottle or whatever. But what happened was it's so damn hot. People were like bathing themselves in the, in the fountains. So it yeah. was like gross. Like, who are you going to drink water on that now? Yeah. And uh, and then they didn't do enough uh, porta potties. So yeah, I heard those things were they, they had like sewage, and then it was building mud, which it was mud and shit. Yeah. And people started raging in that, like you know, like slipping and running in that, and they didn't realize they thought it was just mud, and it was like sewage. <laughs> so yeah. People were getting sick, and it was like it was just a mess. But yeah, so but yeah, so it was interesting to kind of look back on that. I just figured I'd get irritated. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. Everything now has got an angle, and they got a yeah. I, I don't need part of that crap. But it was cracked me up when they were interviewing the older dudes from the hippie generation that put it on. Yeah, they, it was like it got way out of hand. Nothing like this. I was like, you dickheads were part of the problem. Yeah, when you guys ran it. Yeah, know? they got they got all money hungry. Yeah, when they did it the first time, it's like, hey brother, peace love. And yeah, listen. But then as they got older and then controlled shit, then they tried to make money off of everything. <laughs> yeah, 
And then you're, you know, people can't function. You don't got the basic needs. You basically got a city now where there's not all the infrastructure. There's no toilets. The water ain't there. It's yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, just fuck Woodstock. <laughs> fuck the sixties. Well, from what I hear at the end of that, they were talking about they're going to do one coming up for the what, 50th anniversary or some shit they, they want to plant. And then I heard that, no, they're going to cancel it because of the yeah. COVID. Super spreader event. Super <laughs> spreader event. <laughs> so, but yeah, so anyway, I don't know. Anyway, it was interesting to watch. They got canceled. <laughs> yeah, they got canceled. So, but yeah, pretty much, I guess that's it on the news. I mean, I just wanted to cover that machine head clip. Yeah, I didn't even read that. I, I glanced over it because I just thought they were talking about the burn my eyes fucking thing. I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. So, gotta check that out. Yeah. And All right, ready for turn it up. Yeah, go ahead with the soundtrack music. Yeah, turn it up. Yeah, that was a soundtrack. You like that? Yeah, sounded good. <laughs> All right, so nice so well, you picked the band, so go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so so this one is Judas Priest. Everybody probably heard of it, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, you you know who Judas Priest is, but they're just a a, a phenomenal band. I mean, they've gone through their turmoil and. And different uh, versions of, of the band. And then, like, looking up now to see what they've been up to lately, I came across that there's the other priests, right? Yeah, KK <laughs> priests. <laughs> like, he broke off and then he started his own priest. Well, they, own... Won't, they won't let him back in the band. So, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to get, I'm, hey, I'm going to take that other. It, actually, it's two former priest members. Uh, they got Ripper. Oh, did they? Yeah, Ripper Owens sings for him. So, oh shit. And was <laughs> it? But Ripper was originally with Rob, wasn't he? No, Scott Travis, the drummer, went with Rob. With Rob, okay. But he, Scott Travis was there on Painkiller. Yeah, no, yeah, they brought him because he's from Racer X, the fastest yeah. ever. But yeah, they, they brought they brought him in for another inside joke for Painkiller <laughs> for Painkiller. And then, yeah, then when they kicked Halford out, he formed Halford. Yeah. And then, and then Scott well, went with him. No, no. Before Halford, Fight. He formed Fight. Oh, that's right. That's right. And yeah, dude, first Fight album, awesome. If you haven't heard it, check it out. So, so yeah, anyway, go on. <laughs> too free. So this is kind of like Spinal Tappage for that shit. Well, you know what I find is the more. You like learn about bands and stuff. The more everybody, the what makes Spinal Tap so great, yeah. they all go through it. <laughs> like yeah. anybody that's following like the Anthrax uh, documentaries they have on YouTube right now, yeah. they it seriously was Spinal Tap. Yeah. At one point, they could barely play anywhere. Their album, they put out an album that just didn't get released because the record company folded. It's like what. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's another story. We could we could do a whole show on that. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, yeah, and uh, well, I don't know. You have more to add to that? Yeah, well, we'll see how I got into Judas. Like I had known about him, but I never really got into him. Well, it was in the '80s when I got into him, of course. But it was a uh, one of my good buddies that uh, I grew up with. Uh, he used to walk around with the the spiked uh, wristband. <laughs> my good friend Dan Warnock, we called him War Baby back then. War Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what the fuck are you wearing that wristband for? And uh and then he told me what it was because it's priests. Like, well, he was in the priests and he turned me on the priest and Iron Maiden. Those were his two big bands at that at that time. And so I started listening. I was like, oh, this shit is good. Look, how come I haven't heard him before? Like I, I knew about him, but I just never got into him. So War Baby turned me on to them. And uh <laughs> yeah, so that's that's how I got my start with the priest. Okay. And I'm gonna have to go hear uh uh the new priest. Yeah, you got you haven't heard like firepower? No, <laughs> no listen to it. it's actually pretty good. Yeah, uh, well I'm sure it is. I just it's funny how you know like, well 
Fuck you! I'm gonna call my band priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking? No, no, you're talking about KK. Yeah, priest. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know. I've heard them. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the the new uh, the new album. Oh, the, yeah. No, I heard one of the tracks off the new one. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's, that sounded all right. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, because you know the tie-in actually, like there's there's history of bad blood between them and Iron Maiden, but. Richie Faulkner was playing guitar in um, Steve Harris, his, his daughter. Wow. She has a band. And he was playing guitar for her, living at Steve Harris's house in, like, I think, like, they had this apartment over the garage or something. Yeah. So Richie, Richie Faulkner was there, and then he got the call to come help out with Judas Priest, and he took the job. So it's like, <laughs> these guys are just intertwined, man. <laughs> they didn't priest. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. So, um, yeah. So we do the, we introduced it on our last episode. We do, uh, whoever picks the band has to answer questions. So uh, you want to do that now? Yeah, let's get into that. All right. So we pick three questions and see if, uh, the fan boy knows the answer. So, um, the first one is, well, the Judas Priest has had three singers. Who are the three singers? There was a, well, obviously Rob Halford. Yeah. A Ripper. Yeah, because we mentioned the, the second one. <laughs> and uh, fuck, I don't know the, I don't know the other one. It's uh, Al Atkinson. He was actually the singer before Rob. Rob. Yeah. And you know, well, you, you know the story behind how they got Rob, right? Yeah, he, uh, what was it? Uh, Ian Hill was dating his sister. Yeah. Well, and and then it's rumored, but Rob denies this, says this isn't true, that he was singing Doris Day in the shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and Ian Hill heard it and said, wow, that dude could sing. <laughs> or yeah. But apparently it wasn't Doris Day. I don't know what it was. He didn't mention what it was. But he just he gets pissed off. So if you're ever interviewing him, don't ask him about this. <laughs> don't bring up Doris Day. Bring up Doris Day. Because he'll meow. He's gonna ruin your day. <laughs> yeah. Now. So. so okay, so yeah. And then talking ahead and mentioning Ripper, I'm like, well, okay, gave that one away. There's only one more left. I was thinking of going, well, can you name two of the three singers? And then we talked about them. So yeah. um Let's see. Okay. What movie around the 2000s was inspired by the the drama of Judas Priest in the 90s? Oh, that was easy. That's Rockstar. Because I, I watched that from time to time. Yeah. Especially when I used to drink. <laughs> Some weekends I'd just be like late night. Oh, fuck it. I'm putting that movie out. Yeah, I watch it. It's yeah. corny, but whatever. And yeah. it's loosely based on Priest. Uh, yeah. Rob Hopper was already gone from the band by the time they got Ripper to come in but ripper was playing in a tribute band to a priest yeah. and nothing but priest songs and uh well if you're gonna go replace your old singer that's that's probably one of the best places to look yeah and so that actually some of that actually is what happened so um but then of course it's hollywood and it's a movie and then they change other shit yeah okay yeah that was a good one let's see and that was with Marky Mark was the lead in that. Marky Mark played Ripper Owens. No, he had a different character name. <laughs> it was a totally different band. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. What album title was inspired by a company that Glenn Tipton worked for? So one of their albums was named after a company that Glenn used to work for. Oh, British Steel. Yep, British Steel. Incorporated, yeah, yeah. They were, I guess, the when the metal foundries in Birmingham, where that was the big steel plant and everything. And that's Ozzy grew up in Birmingham too. Yeah, that's where. That's why they always say metal came from from Birmingham because yeah. uh, the metal foundries. You can hear the hammers going, and yeah, Black Sabbath and Priest came from Birmingham. Yeah, so, so that's yeah, got that one. So, yeah, and then I guess to get, tie it all in, uh, well, we were talking about our, our guitarist, Steve, that uh, he turned into, a, he was a tech, 
and he would come to town. And one of the shows he came to, I think it was like 2006, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. It was the Priest Tour, but they had some good bands. It was like all-star band lineup. Dan Motorhead was on there. Yeah. And, uh, the Black Sabbath, but they weren't called Black. That was when they, they were, were Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell. Yeah. But it was basically Black Sabbath that they had Dio singing. And Because uh, you know, that's when he was touring with uh, Testament, and they kept going out with Priest. They yeah. went played a stint down in Mexico with Priest. And then they went to Europe and they played with Priest. And then they came back. And I think that's when they were doing that tour and they hit Albuquerque and came through. And he, that's when he got you the tickets there. Yeah. You know what you do is post those pictures up on Instagram this week. And uh, so you can see just some of those pictures from when you were there with Steve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can post those. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I messed up. I'm let everybody in on a little thing. I messed up when I did our picture for, for this podcast when Joe's in release right now. Um, yeah, I didn't put those pictures in. He sent them me last night, and I, I just spaced on them. <laughs> but we got Instagram, so that'll tie into the... Yeah, no, I can post them on there. That's yeah. a good idea. And, uh, yeah, so then they had Testament on there. Uh, yeah, he was going to... That tour, they they came back, and they hit here. They were in um, at the Shoreline. But that was the weekend I had my surgery. Because otherwise, yeah, Steve used to always give me tickets to those big shows, and Kicking backstage, would have got to meet all those guys. And be like, whoa, you know. Well, yeah, and that, that's what we did because after that show, well, he yeah. was there because uh, uh, Chuck Billy's son was was with him on that tour. Yeah, and he was like, I guess, like in his early twenties, and he was hanging out with Steve because yeah. I guess they were friends and they were just hanging around. So when I when I went to see Steve and we met up, yeah, he was there, so we were all hanging out at the bar yeah. up there that they had, and uh, and then after the show. Back by the buses and shit, we all hung out there. And we were all drinking and uh, hanging with some of the band members. And I remember, and I think I told you the story, because Motorhead was playing on that show. And uh, the guitar player, I have to get his name, the guitar player for Motorhead, he got all fucking wasted, and he was running around like an ass. And every, he's like a little kid, and everybody was telling him, shut the fuck up. And I even at one point told him, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's bad when you're telling them. Because <laughs> the, the way I the way I used to get, yeah. So you know, you know, he was bad, and uh, and then I felt bad a couple of years ago when I heard the news that he passed. Like, hey, I met that guy. <laughs> I, yeah. told him, I told him to shut the fuck up when we were tailgating. You know what's cool? And I miss that too because like Steve always would hook us up with concerts like that, and then it's like we would just go park and I'd bring a cooler. And we walk around to where the buses are. Yeah. We the cooler there. We go watch concerts, go back out to the buses, kick it with the fucking drink some more beers. So, like, we didn't have to pay those prices yeah. with fucking concerts and stuff. And then we had all access passes. So we yeah. could watch from like the side of the stage and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Pretty much I could go anywhere. With yeah. The, pa- the passes. Access. VIP access. Yeah. So that, that was an awesome show. I don't know. And I got to see Dio because I had never seen him before live. Wow. I never got to see him ever. So at least you got to see him. And yeah, and he was short. He was, he was smaller than uh, Jamie Johnson. <laughs> and, he, and he didn't use a crate to stand on. Oh, damn. So. Yeah, these are words of Joe Sands. <laughs> you know what? What? Uh, Go ahead, say it. Oh, you know, I'm going to say it. <laughs> it brings me to a story. Right, this is my own little rock story. Uh, you know, we're talking about Machine Head earlier, right? Yeah. Well, I had, so this is when the Tenacious D movie came out. 2008, somewhere around there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably wrong. But it's around there. It's when that movie came out. We go to see it opening night, uh, which is like a Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And, um, and we had just played Slims in San Francisco. So we had that Friday night. So then that following Wednesday, we was at, I go pick up my drummer's house and he's got the Machine Head DVD on. And it's the one where Rob's going, you know what, guys? This is for all those fans out there. We're going to go give it our all because other without them, we'd be playing shitholes in Concord and fucking, and AJ goes, 
dude, we play shitholes in Conquer. <laughs> I'm like, I know, man, that's fucked up. There's a lot of us still playing shitholes in Conquer. <laughs> okay, all right, way to be a dick. So, you know, we make our little comments. And then, so watch the movie, and we after the movie come out, we get, to, like, the last showing. And uh, come out of there, and it's, like, midnight, one in the morning, something like that. And I'm a little ahead of everybody, because I, I fucking bring a bottle in there, and I've been drinking the whole time. Walking out, kind of, we were feeling good. And Jennifer taps me, my wife taps me on the shoulder and goes, I think this guy knows you. He keeps saying your name. And there's somebody behind us kind of had a hoodie on or something. I look back, I'm like, who the hell is that? I go, yeah. And it was Phil. And I was like, like Adam. And I'm like, hey, what's up, Phil? And then so I start talking to him and, you know, telling him, hey, he's like, what have you been up to? I was like, we play a show here. You know, we're doing good. We're going to be playing down in LA in a few months. And, um, and my drummer, I could see him like kind of like getting starstruck or (laughs) he's backing away like, Oh, you know? So my wife kind of grabs him and kind of pushes him like, go meet Phil, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking, you know, he's like, how's your brother? And I'm like, ah, he's in New Mexico. He's doing good. And, um, and the first thing AJ says, I go, Phil, this is my drummer, AJ. And, uh, he goes, Hi, yeah, nice to meet you. I know we're still playing shitholes in Concord. And I'm looking, I look at him sideways like, really, dude? That's the first thing you're going to say to really? <laughs> And Phil just right away like, you know he's heard took shit for this. <laughs> and he didn't say it. It was Rob that said it. And that's exactly what he says to, to AJ. He's like, dude, I never fucking said that. I didn't fucking say that. I don't know why fucking people bring that up to me. And I'm like, dude, it's cool, Phil. Yeah, I know. Dude, AJ, really? <laughs> yeah, that was why. Well, what you say? Go sit in the car. I didn't I wanted to scold him like a little kid. I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. Oh, we're still playing. Huh? Why? That's the first. I, you know, people get flustered. <laughs> I, I guess I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't get that way. I mean, I guess I probably would with somebody. I, I just haven't yet. And I think this Steve, that's why Steve would bring us around because we wouldn't get all like, oh, like, can I take a picture? Can I-? <laughs> just don't get like that, man. They're just fucking normal people. I, I just tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> just tell shut the fuck up. I, yeah. And so, yeah, that, that was my one story. It's like, even to this day, though, it kind of cracks me up. It's like, how the... Why the fuck did you say that? And the odds that he was watching that video <laughs> right before we watched the, the movie. Yeah, and then run into Phil. Yeah, and we happened to run right into Phil that night. Like, it's just a strange uh, bunch of events that happened. And <laughs> they all lined right up. And it's kind of like the stuff you'd see in a movie. So you're like, yeah. that's fucking bullshit. That never fucking happened. <laughs> no, it fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that shit happened to us, though. That's just fucking fun. Oh, Uh, yeah. We were kind of the Forrest Gump of heavy, very heavy metal. (laughs) (laughs) We'd run into stars. (laughs) Yeah, we were always stumbling into fuckers. But then again, it's like you're in the scene, so you start hanging around with the the scene, and you're going to come across, like, the guys that are in the area, so... Well, like what, we used to make the joke when we first got our studio over there. Uh, remember, because that's when we met uh, Violence and Phil. Yeah, that Phil. Yeah, but, and, but Hate was right across, so we were in the studio <laughs> in between them. So yeah. we were caught between Violence and Hate. We used to joke. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hate, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, going way back on them. Yeah, back in my day. We got. He's got his new album. I should fucking get a hold and see if we he can come on. We can interview him for his album. Who? Phil? Phil? That'd be awesome. I don't know. <laughs> oh, bug him. Hey, you're not playing shitholes and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not allowed to play shitholes and cock. <laughs> so, I don't know, man, I that's kind of like that becomes like that fanboy shit. I, 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 I mean, maybe I would have been farther along if I would have fucking asked people that I met and know or knew. Hey, can you get us on this show? I, said, I don't like doing that. Well, we got to keep up with Metallica. They're out there now. Yeah, we can fan for <laughs> Well, shit, if Lars wants to sign. Yeah. 
That's you sign systematic. <laughs> and what happened to them? You know, they just fizzled out. <laughs> Instead of playing shittles and cocktails. It's yeah. Basic. Well, no, I mean, uh, Tim the singer, he started spiral arms. They didn't do anything either. They got signed though. The drummer from um uh Stone Temple Pilots signed him to a label. Oh yeah. So he got signed again. Damn. It, 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 I don't think it did anything. <laughs> they were starting to kind of uh, get that album out. Uh, it was a few years back now. I don't even. Shoot, it all runs together. After like 2010, I don't know. Just a lot of shit just starts to blend together now. You know, two years, 10 years, and it's all the same to me now. I guess that's a sign of getting old. <laughs> back in my day. So anyway, yeah, that's our Jesus Priest. I mean, everybody knows about them. Go check out their, they got shitload of hits. Oh, yeah. Iconic band. uh, Yeah. Inspired so many other bands. And even if you're not into them, bands that you're into were probably inspired by them. Yeah. And then we just like to tell our little takes and then (laughs) stories that we have. We have our little stories, little life uh, uh, experiences that we got, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. I love going back, re- kind of rehashing because I remember shit that I haven't thought about it so long. You know, yeah, brings, brings back his me- memories. I didn't remember we were talking about something, and I, I was telling you about it. You're like, I kind of remember that, but I kind of forgot. It sounds familiar, but that's the thing you forget. But yeah. the people that were there, then it's like, no, man, remember this happened? So, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, I just put that out of my mind, lost it, you know? Yeah. But, no, well, turned into a good little episode. How long we've been going? It's pretty good. I think we've been going over an hour. Like I didn't think we had <laughs> 20 minutes worth of material for tonight. I told you we got a ton of material. We just got to start talking. It's just yeah. got to come out. It's got to be. Yeah, one leads to another. It's all uh, with uh, vocal diarrhea. Yeah. You just got to yeah loosen up to the point where it just flows out. Yeah. Get all liquidy and shit. <laughs> Get all meow. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, once again, mention the website, twobrosmusic.com. And that's a two with a number two, all one uh, word. And then you can find us on uh, Instagram, like we said. I'll post I'll post pictures of the show that I went to back uh, on there. Um, and that's Two Bros, spelled out, T-W-O, Two Bros Music, at, uh, at, at Two Bros Music on Instagram. And anything else you want to plug? Um, nothing right now. Well, other than, we're like Joe said, we're working on a, a new song. Just got a little bit of writer's block, a little, little conflict on on the on getting the riffs so once we get the riffs all lined up then we'll start getting the lyrics and drums put to it and hopefully hopefully in about a month a month and a half we'll have another song yeah yeah and then and it, and hopefully we'll be quicker on these songs <laughs> yeah I was, I was saying i know it's already been like a, it's gonna be like six months since we put out the, the last the first one yeah so, uh, we got to get a little quicker on this yeah yeah. Oh, and then what? Ha- whatever happened, real quick update on uh, Steve's memorial at that, that song or whatever you were doing. I, I, are you talking about the his band that I'm doing a song with? Yeah. The, remember you were doing a song with there, uh, and that well, I have one that Steve recorded on that I put to the side right now because I just have so much going on. Um, and oh, I, but, yeah, but that one that you had, they'd asked you at the memorial with them, which is yeah. uh his old band. Yeah, I got my, my lyric done with it, but it's up to them. They got to get it mixed. Um, the bass player's dr- brother is doing, I think, three or four of the other songs. And then he asked me to add some more vocals to those songs, like just certain little parts and stuff. So I'll probably do that. Uh, I finished up the song that I, I'm working on with them. I just got to send them the stems and then they got to get a mix. I think Glenn Avalias is done with his guitars on those songs uh-huh. and, and Phil I think he already turned in the solo he was going to do for them so 
Yeah, it's still in the works. I'm thinking it's probably not going to come out until next year. Probably, like, as a tribute to him, like, for his birthday. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're thinking his birthday or the memorial when he died. Yeah. I think more so it would be more towards April 26, yeah. 2022. But I don't know. I don't drive that. That's the bass player and the drummer. Uh, they're driving that whole thing. So yeah. I could check with Jeff and see where they're at. And, um, and yeah, I'll keep, keep everybody posted. But I don't think any of that's going to be done anytime soon. All right. So. Yeah, I just figured because we had mentioned it before and then we haven't really talked about it. So. Yeah, that's one of those things. It's like when bands go to write albums. Oh, we yeah. work on an album. And then a month, two months, three months later, so what are you doing working on an album? Because <laughs> yeah. you got, especially if it's not just your band. Yeah, if you're now, yeah, contributors. Yeah, you got all these moving parts now that you got to try to work in there. So, yeah. And then they got to mix it and then master it. So when it comes out, we'll talk about it and release it, send uh, links. Yeah, so that's cool. That's a good spot to end then. Um, so, yeah, check us on our website and on Instagram. And until our next episode, uh, stay cool and meow. (laughs) Talk to you guys soon. All right, Joe. Bye. Later.